0: All right, friends, if you would turn in your Bibles to Philippians chapter four, verses one to nine, that's where our sermon passage is going to be preached from. Philippians chapter four, verses one through nine, that's on page six thirty seven in your pew Bible. And I titled this this message digging your heels in because we're going to see two ways to do that. We've uh, spent a lot of time the last two weeks and really the last four weeks looking at what it looks like to be a New Testament church. And last week we looked at Philippians 3 verses 1 through 14 and saw that self-righteousness, which is a form of heresy is what I argued, has a subtle way of looking like biblical fidelity. And all around our culture, and I'm speaking specifically about Greenville and the upstate area, There is a tendency for religiosity to seep in and to divide churches. Granted, there's plenty of irreligion in our city as well. But I'm speaking specifically of anybody who comes here to visit from out of town. They'll find out very quickly that Greenville has a lot of Christian cultural roots. But as they continue to talk to people, they find out, well, how did that church start? And how did that church start? And what about that church? And too many times churches start because of what we're going to see between Yodi and Syntyche. There was infighting. And a lot of times we make fun of it and say that they were arguing about the carpet. But a lot of times it's not that, is it? It's something that people are digging their heels in and saying, this is so important to me that I'm willing to leave. Or I'm willing for you to leave. And I'm going to try everything in my power to get you to leave. But the gospel frees us up from having to take our preferences and push them on people. And friends, if we want homogenous culture, if we want everyone to agree with us, that's called a cult. Uh, my wife and I have been watching uh, a, a series on Scientology and just watch it for one episode. I promise you will not want people to think like you. Or the person sitting next to you. You will appreciate the fact that in Christianity, there are a myriad of differences of agreement. Because that's what makes Christianity even stronger. So, I want us to look. We've already looked at Matthew. uh, Remember Matthew 18, we talked about 70 times 7 forgiveness. And then Matthew 20, we talked about being a generous person of grace. We talked about humility. Humility. About having other people in mind, not looking only to your own needs, but the needs of others. In Philippians 2 and then Philippians 3, that we need to be vigilant against guarding the simple gospel. And so this this passage today is no different than all of these things. As we've been laying the groundwork for this new church that we've started just not even a month ago. Um, this This is an opportunity we have to pause and consider. What does it look like to be the church? And so I want us to, as we look at chapter four, verses one through nine, that we would think long and hard about our own experience in the church and put that up to the to the mirror, as it were, of Scripture. And see what the Lord, by his spirit, would convict us of, would move us toward not only to each other, but by moving us toward each other, that he would also move us toward himself. So look with me in Philippians chapter four, verses one through nine. Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit, writes this. Therefore, my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm thus in the Lord, my beloved. I entreat Yodian and I entreat Syntyche to agree in the Lord. Yes, I ask you also, true companion, help these women who have labored side by side with me in the gospel together with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things. And the God of peace will be with you. This is God's word. Can you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we pray for your help now as we consider this last chapter of Philippians. That first, you would help me to be clear. that Father, you would meet us as we hear your word. And that, Father, you would root out any sin in our hearts. But even more than that, that we would look to you for our righteousness, our forgiveness, and our hope. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Would someone close those back doors for me? That would be spectacular. Anybody? I'm gonna let there we have no ushers. This is a uh, everybody all hands on deck. Yeah. <clears throat> Thanks, Peter. we um, pray. Father, we thank you for your grace, and we thank you for this word. From Philippians, as we close out this book, we pray that you would cause us to confess that we are needy and that we must draw near to you because that's where we find life. So, Father, if there are struggling people in our congregation, which I am one, and if there are others, would you remind us that you draw near to the brokenhearted and to those who are crushed in spirit?